0: Guys, Alex from Creates here. Welcome back to the Creates podcast. Today, I have a a very fun episode. We reached 60 episodes. This is episode number 60 for the podcast. So I thought, I I don't know, 60 felt like a good... I totally missed 50, which would have been a much better uh, kind of special episode, but I missed it completely. So, uh, we're at 60 already apparently, which is just crazy to me. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. Uh, everybody who's just joining us now. Um, there's plenty of other episodes in the back catalog now, 60 of them to be exact. So, um, I just find that really exciting. So thank you so much for all the support and thank you for everybody who is continually joining the journey and joining the Anacreates community. This is absolutely amazing. So, Today I thought we would do a fun little episode, uh, basically to just kind of nerd out a little bit. And maybe if you feel like it, go to slash podcast and go to this episode number sixty um, and uh, comment what you would do on uh, as we go through this. and I'll explain that in a second, but please comment along as we go or shoot me tweets as you're listening to this. Uh, you know, I think it's really, a, a, really a fun concept. So what we're doing today is actually inspired by a podcast that I. I like to listen to sometimes, and I want to do this a little bit with some of my friends that I have on the podcast and some guests. I think this is such a cool concept and it just gets some great conversation with people going as well. So I thought I would kind of get mine out of the way and just kind of chat with you guys for uh an episode <laughs> so anyway it's inspired by a podcast which is the um, uh, music techs my forever studio podcast and not only that but they there was also an article recently on a uh, production expert which was about you know what piece of gear would you have or what whatever um and anyway the concept of this whole thing i kind of took the my forever studio podcast and i twisted the rules a little bit because i don't totally love the rules for me, I want to talk about more stuff than what they would give me. I would love to be on that podcast, though. Uh, if anybody knows them, I would love to be on that podcast. And I will go by their rules. That's fine. Uh, but I get to make my own rules here because this is the Anna Created Podcast. So we're good so anyway the music tech my forever studio podcast which i will link in the show notes for this you can go to ancreates.ca and find the show notes for this episode um they have a bunch of rules and i'm kind of bending them a little bit a little bit uh but this similar kind of thing where you pick the items that you would have in your forever studio now obviously cabling is all included that like the nitty-gritty of that kind of stuff is all included you can pick any piece of gear but it has to be a, ge- a piece of gear that actually exists you can steal it from other places though and it'll be in working condition so if it's an old piece of gear that's okay because you know there's a magical tech forever that's doing this so anyway and this is what you're stuck with in your forever studio but you can pick anything budget's no limit uh doesn't really matter so it's just all in good fun and games what would you be stuck with what would you want to work with and be uh that that's your rig that is your studio but it's given to you and it's your forever perfect kind of exactly what you want but within the rules of the show um so anyway it's really fun i love the podcast so if you guys go go check them out uh for now we're just doing it in our own way and i'm gonna bend their rules i'm not explaining their rules totally yet uh because i'm gonna bend them a little bit so first off uh which i'm okay with they get they give you given items so these are free items and one of them is a location you get to pick where you want your studio and the aesthetic of your studio you pick your daw your computer and your interface now i'm adding speakers to that one as well because normally uh as you see later in the show you get six items normally one of those is speakers or headphones and I don't love because you need something to listen to your music with and uh, you know so a couple people were were like oh yeah I'll just work on my laptop speakers but I mean really uh, to me I want speakers uh so my rules are that you can have a set of speakers as well so Let's dive into this. So first off, the location, where would I want my ideal studio? And to me, I really like the outdoors. I like being inspired by the the outdoors. I love going to my cottage to write stuff. It's very calming there for me. And I get to go for walks. I get to go hiking in the woods. I get to go for a swim. I it's just really nice for me there. And I, I just feel more relaxed. So I'm thinking that I would like my studio in a location like that. If I could have it anywhere, it would be probably some. If I could have a helicopter, that would be uh, uh, ideal. But I would have it somewhere in, like, Algonquin Park, just in some cabin that is heated, would be good, um, for the winter. But just remote not a lot of people enough that you can get places that's why a helicopter would be nice so maybe not quite as remote as like in the middle of algonquin but if you don't know what algonquin is it's a big provincial park here in in ontario um but it's just all wilderness so maybe not quite that remote i would i would even take the the cottage where where i have my current family cottage and we've had it for years. I would love to outfit that and basically live in part of it and have a studio in, you know, the upstairs or something. And that would be my aesthetic or that would be my location because I just love being able to go out into nature and b- relax when you're looking for an idea. I would, that would be amazing. I would, that's my location. Um, the aesthetic of the studio. I, you know, I like modern. I definitely like modern. I mean, my studio, I currently, I like LED lights all over the place, and I would definitely keep that. I like glass. I like having uh, windows where I can see in, but uh, but within reason that it would be acoustically uh, viable. <laughs> um, but I like a modern feel. I like clean. I like sharp kind of corners and uh, j- homey, but modern. Um, I'm not you know, as much as I like the cottage and the aesthetic of the cottage and very wooden vibes and homey vibes, I don't know if I'd love that a hundred percent around the studio. I do like nice wood pine, you know, things around the, my, my sound panels and that kind of stuff. I'm working on that in my current studio right now. Um, and you know, there's, there's window coverings in my studio or, or um, window frames in my studio. That's what I'm looking for, uh, that are wooden. And I like that. So I do like that aesthetic, but I like a more modern look, dark. Yeah. <laughs> darker colors, um, or, or kind of muted colors. I don't like super bright colors. Um, I just, that's my thing. I like dark, less light, uh, as much as I can. So I do want windows with shades that I can kind of, you know, block out the sun if I, if I don't want and for filming as well, because I, this is one of the things I like to do. That would be my location, I think. And that's just in, in Ontario, but it's in the country. It's, you know, it, it's on a little Lake, that kind of thing. That would be my aesthetic with the studio looking out over the water. That'd be perfect honestly that would i'd love that so that would be the the location next thing is the daw and if you've watched any of my videos if you've heard me talk at all it's pro tools uh yeah and you know the story behind that is is i actually started on cubase i was on uh cubase first no i was on uh, Sony Vegas before that, and that came packaged with Sony acid. Uh, and so I didn't really understand acid at the time, uh, but then I got, I was very into Sony Vegas cause I was also making videos at that point. I was trying that and it, it was a more video editing program that did audio quite, Well, So I was doing that. Then I got Cubase with an interface that my parents bought me to really kickstart my recording. And then I saved up and got Pro Tools because that was the industry standard. That's what I wanted. I had to learn this. So that ever since then, I've just been working on Pro Tools. And if I had to choose one DAW, it would 100% be Pro Tools because it's basically an extension of my hands at this point. Uh, So yeah, my my main thing is Pro Tools. Now I do use Logic and I also have Studio One that I'm starting to kind of download in a little bit myself and i like them but pro tools is is my my jam so i'm gonna go with pro tools as my daw now the computer uh- currently I work actually on a laptop because I, I move around a lot. I go to different studios. I, you know, I go edit wherever the hell I can. I do a lot of video editing and all this other stuff. My, my computer has to be very mobile for a lot of the things that I do. So I'm right now on a, uh, decked out. Well, it's a couple of years old now, but, um, laptop MacBook pro. Uh, oh yeah. The operating system of the computer would be, would be a Mac. But honestly, if I had a forever studio, if I had one studio area, I'd still, have you know my ipad or whatever for for personal use and all that kind of stuff um just for lounging around at home but in the studio i think i would i would just get the like decked out fifty thousand dollar mac pro tower thing just give me the whole shebang i'm good with that (laughs) you know i don't think for a studio like this that i i need a laptop i would be just as happy with a tower if that was my studio dedicated computer i'm good with that So that would be my computer. Next thing is the interface. I'm a big fan of Apollo, um, of UAD stuff. I've been using an Apollo Twin for a long time. Before that, I had an Apollo, just the normal, the first Apollo 8 rack unit thing. So I would probably just go with the Apollo X8P. I do want the preamps in it because uh, there's not a lot of preamps in the rest of my choices at the moment. You know, I've been thinking about this a little bit, but this will probably change when I have guests and I want to revise my system because the interesting part about the podcast when they when they do it on the actual My Forever Studio podcast is that some people bend the rules really neat and, and I would love to explore that. Uh, but right now I'm just kind of running down what I would do that I kind of already have and kind of the setup that I have right now. I'm not trying to bend the rules. I would have more fun with that with a guest. So that would be an interesting one. But this is more typical, uh, to be honest. So my interface, yeah, the Apollo X8P because I it's got the inputs. It's got enough inputs that it, for the amount of stuff that I'd be able to record. With my items. Um, and I just I love the Apollo stuff. The biggest thing is the the plugins that come bundled with it kind of give me extra gear and I can record with them in. And I love the the, the plugins recording on the way in. I actually I know a lot of people are, are a little hesitant, and I was hesitant at the beginning as well, but I do use them when I'm traveling and and not in a studio with gear. And they do actually quite well. I'm very impressed. I've used the real ones. The UAD plugins are by far some of the best sounding plugins I've ever had. The LA-2A, the 1176, those are just the, 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 uh, they're just amazing. They are absolutely phenomenal. And they come bundled with it. They come included. And in the, uh, in the My Forever Studio podcast, they don't allow bundles, but they do allow the basic what comes with. So in this vein in their rule. Uh this is fine. I get the 1176, I get the LA 2A and I get the Pultec with it, I believe. That's kind of the base thing that they give you for that. So, I would be going with that. I'd be or I'd be waiting for the deal to get that so that I could get that. So, um yeah, that's what I would get because I have then I have a couple pieces of gear to record vocals on the way in or something. Um if I want. So, that's that would be my interface and uh my speakers I love uh, the PMCs that I used to use at uh, Noble Street Studios when I worked there, the large, massive PMCs. Those were brilliant uh, and just sounded so nice. I'd like Focals. Those are nice as well. But you know what? To be honest, if I had to pick, I would go with just straight up NS10s with a sub. And I don't, you know, I just think I know them so well. I could mix on them 100%. I can create on them 100%. I know how they sound. I've, I've spent so many hours on them that I just love NS10s with a sub. It's amazing. So, I would pick that as my main speakers. If I was set if I was stuck with one set of speakers that wouldn't break, would be a classic set of NS10s with a sub, um and I'd be set. I I especially for the kind of music I make, they're perfect. They don't need a lot of bass, they just need a bit of low end and the sub helps with that. So, that's what I would say for my speakers. So, the next thing in the podcast is you get 6 items and then one luxury item. And the luxury item is not studio related, it's just something that you like in the studio. So, you have six items and this was, this was a tough one, to be honest. This was actually very tough. Uh, so I'm going to go through my items that I've kind of written down here. Now, and the thing is I had to write these down because I'm, I'm doing this to myself. I'm interviewing myself in this one. Whereas normally on the podcast, they have the two guys interviewing the, the guest who's picking. Um, so, you know, I had to, I had to kind of pre-plan a little bit here because I can't think on the fly and, and whatnot because I, I can't have anybody else fill the space. I have to keep talking because... There's only one of me. Um, so item number one, I figured, you know what? I'll start it with a mic. I want to be able to capture stuff. I would love a U47, I think. A U47, I used to use a really nice U47 over at Noble Street when I when I was working there. And I just, I, you know, the cable was a bit messed up, but it sounded amazing. So if I could have the cable not messed up um, and just have the sound of it, I love that. You know, I used to use it and I would shoot it out with an Elam 250 And a lot of people would always go for the Elam. And I don't know what it was, but I just could never hear the exact... The Elam sounded amazing. And people are always going after the Elam. But I just... It wasn't the magical mic to me as everything else was. The, The U47, though... Oh, beautiful. Love it for, for vocals, for acoustic guitars, everything. So I would do that. I would use that. That would be my main thing. I can do podcasts with it. I can do vocals with it. I can record guitar, uh, acoustic guitars with it. Um, and I don't need to record electric guitars as I'll get to in a minute. So that's totally fine. So yeah, I, I just, that would be my mic, a U47, a classic Neumann U47. And, um, specifically The U47A at Noble Street, I'd steal that one. That'd be my, the one that I like because they had a couple other ones at the studio. And I mean, I'm sure other studios have really nice sounding ones, but I just know that one and I just want that one. So I'm stealing it. (laughs) Um, So that would be my mic. Second item would be a plugin actually. And you know, I'm a very plugin based producer um, because I travel a lot, because I like moving around. I like my rig to be like that. And I like recalls. I've done so many bloody recalls in my life with studios and, and I just, I don't want to have to write everything down. I've done so many SSL recalls. I've done so many gear recalls, uh, taking them and then recalling them. It just takes forever. I like to work on a lot of projects uh, on the go. So I like stuff that just recalls itself. And in software, it does that. Um, I just don't have a console. Personally, I just you know at home. That's I would I get one? Probably not. Actually, I I might get a controller. I would get a console for tracking, but in a production suite, I don't need it. I, I love using consoles at studios to track. Absolutely game changing. I I hate tracking without them. I don't hate it, but I prefer it if I had it. Um, some kind of console for the for headphones for sending stuff for listening. All of the all of that kind of stuff. I just I really like that, but in a production suite like what I have and what I'm doing uh and moving around and be just being able to pull up multiple different projects multiple different mixes all that kind of stuff I'm a big software based guy and and I find software that I like software nowadays has come so far as well so it's like not even a problem anymore um it just sounds so good so I mean, frankly, and I've done the comparison, I've worked on SSL consoles, I've worked on Neve consoles, I've worked on all this kind of stuff. And the software nowadays is really good. It's maybe slightly different, but it's really good. So it's not a quality problem anymore, to be honest with you. It's all how you use it, really, Um, especially now that some of them have the like drive and that kind of stuff. Anyway, it's I really like it. So my second item is an SSL, the SSL channel. But it's the SSL channel from uh, the SSL channel E from Plugin Alliance. And that's the one I've been using. I love the Waves SSL channel. Um, that one was really, really good. I used that for years. I've just I've tried them all, basically. And right now, at least, the SSL channel E is my favorite. I just I know my settings. I'm really fast at it. It gives me a compressor and an EQ. So, uh, you know, and the filters. I love the filters. So it's perfect. I mean, it does what it what it needs to do. It has a tone to it. Uh the the way that the plugin align stuff works, it has the different channels, so you can you get a little variation in it as well, which is really nice. Um, and just yeah, that's my favorite plugin. If if you've ever seen any of my mixed videos, uh and you'll probably see more of them coming up, uh, you know, the SSL channel E is on almost everything, just because that's how I know I I grew up well, grew up in Noble Street. I was there for years learning on the SSLs from engineers using the SSLs and it just, it was the same thing we'd record with the SSL and then we'd still put SSL channels on almost everything for a lot of these engineers that I worked with a lot, a lot of these producers, I just got really fast at using them. And one that's one of the biggest things is you have to be fast at using your tools. And that to me, I just think in SSL channel strips. So I'm just going to use that. (laughs) So that's item two is the SSL channel, uh, from plugin Alliance. Third item, Might seem a little odd, but I use it after the SSL channel on almost every channel as well. And that is the FabFilter Pro-Q3. Um, yeah, I it's everywhere. I use them all over the place. It just, the filter sounds really good to be able to, to use it as a low pass or a high pass filter. Seeing the frequencies, uh, is really nice to help find those little prick frequencies that, that, you know, that they're there, but you just can't find them. Being able to see that the comparison view between different things, um, to, to be able to really hone in on what's masking what I just love that. It's so easy to use, but yet so powerful. It can be a de because now the, the pro Q3 has the, uh, dynamic eq built into it and all that kind of stuff and you can do the mid-side stuff it's just so powerful and so easy to use so the fab filter pro q3 would be my third item uh fourth item i'm a guitar player So I have to have a guitar because that's, I mean, if I'm writing music, if I'm producing music, if I'm, uh, making my own music, if anything, I need a guitar. (laughs) Guitar is one of those things that I can't program. I can't remake. I can't figure it out with samples. It just doesn't work. Um, so I would bring my guitar, my, uh, well, you know what? I shouldn't even say mine. I love my guitar. Don't get me wrong. I love my guitar, but It's not necessarily the best one out there. I love it, but I really like this 60s uh, style Fender Telecaster that I used with a producer that I worked with before. And I would take that one. We called it Crispy Chicken. I'm not going to name names, but I would take that uh, that guitar. I love that guitar, that one, or the crispy chicken that, uh, that Billy talent used on dead silence. I love that one as well. So maybe I'll steal that one. That one was really nice. And, uh, yeah, that's where I, that's honestly, that's near the beginning of where my obsession with telecasters and crispy chicken, the yellow tellies, uh, um, came into be. If you watch my video on how I record guitars, you'll know why I keep calling it crispy chicken. But anyway, that uh, that that session with Billy Talent, that really did it for me uh in terms of being obsessed with these Telecasters. So, anyway, that's what I would take. That is item number 4. Going right along with that is item number 5, which is my ax And you know, I I'd, I'd take an Axe-Fx 3. I mean, why not update to the newest one? Sure. Um I have an Axe-Fx 2 XL and I love it. I have been using it for years and it's been the best thing. It's been a game changer for guitars, for producing, for moving around. Again, I get to move around with it. It has all my guitars in it. I don't need big amps. I don't need big spaces. It has more amps than I could ever afford in my life. I get to try them all out as I'm messing around i love how customizable it is how you can really dive into each amp and the settings and all that kind of stuff and i have done a b tests and i've talked about this in videos um in my guitar video and i will probably do a video literally on the axe effects at some point as well but i did an a b test with it with the real amp that i that it was modeling with a uh cabinet ir that i shot myself my my buddy and i did a bunch of cab irs and um it was the same it was you know you might have to tweak the knobs a little bit a little more treble a little more a little less bass or something like that but minuscule amounts frankly uh, no more than you would have to do if you had two of the same head side by side you know what i mean so that was a game changer that's when i was like yeah i can't tell the difference these are phenomenal not one doesn't sound way better than the other it's it's right this the ax effects really delivers so I'd remember if i remember five would be the ax effects because yeah, I just, I'm a guitar player. I need my amps. I need my sounds. And I just, the the XFX allows me to be so much more versatile. Yes, I could use something built into the computer, but I have not found a plugin yet that is as versatile and sounds as good. Um, some of them sound really good, but they do one thing really, really well, but... Uh, but I just haven't found one that's as versatile and yet sounds good on all of its versatility as much as the Axe FX. And it's not a plugin. It's a dedicated hardware unit. That's okay. I have so many inputs with this uh, Apollo, so it's fine. Um, (laughs) That's item number five, number six, the last item. This is where I wasn't hundred percent sure. Part of me wants a distressor and that might sound a bit funny. If you know what a distressor is, it's a, a compressor. Uh part of me wants that just because, you know, I can put it on guitars. I like it for acoustic guitars. It does work for vocals, and I really don't mind it on vocals. Part of me wants the uh, an 1176 Blue Stripe because for vocals mostly, I absolutely love it. But the problem with that is that it's a bit of a one-trick pony to me. Um, I don't love it on acoustic guitars. I've used it. I would use it. It was. It would be fine. It would be better than fine. Um, but it's just not my, my flavor as much. But it works so well on vocals. Uh, so part of me would want that. But part of me thinks that the Distressor in this kind of pared down forever studio that we're going for here um the distressor would probably be a better bet in that way and uh, you know i just love the 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 harmonics that it that can give you i love the different modes and you can really like hone in on it i just i think you know for this i'm gonna go with the distressor that's a really tough choice because i do love my blue stripes i love my blue stripes but I do have the kind of blue stripes built in and the, the UAD blue stripe sounds amazing. Um, one of the best blue stripes. I still use it on vocals all the time. One of the best by far. And they have the LN version, um, the black face, the, the new stripe, we call it the new stripe, but it's black with the blue stripe. Um, that one sounds absolutely amazing as well. And that's all in the UAD. That's you get that. I think with it, don't quote me on that, but I think, and in the case of this podcast, you do. Um, (laughs) so you know, I have my, I have blue stripes that I'm actually quite happy with. So I would just use those and the distressor. There is nothing that does the distressor in the UAD stuff or any plugin. I have not found a good distressor plugin that I I like, uh, that works the same way. So I would go with the distressor. That is my, you know, at, at noble street, I used to use a distressor and they, they, we used to have set six, five of them, six of them, something like that. So many, and we'd still bring in more if we needed them, Um, you know, just so many of those. So that is my six items. And the last item that the My Forever Studio podcast normally does is a luxury item. And that is something that is not gear related, but you like in the studio, having in a studio, sometimes it's it's art, sometimes it's, you know, something specific. And to me, you know what, I I was thinking about this and there's so many different options, you know, what I could actually pick, what I would say I want. And you know what? Funny enough, I would love just a good coffee maker, like a really good coffee maker with some really good beans. I love my coffee. I don't drink a ton of coffee as much as most engineers probably do. Um, I will if it's around. I used to drink way more. I don't drink as much anymore. I probably have one or two cups a day, to be honest. Um, But... I love a good coffee. And especially when you're working in the studio a lot, that's when a coffee is, is amazing. And I drink a lot more coffee when I'm in the studio with bands than I do when I'm mixing at home. It's, which is odd. Um, but you just, you take a break, you go out for a break, you discuss what's going on. You make a coffee. Uh, you know, I start my morning with a coffee. I have another coffee before lunch, have a coffee with lunch. You know, it's a great break thing. I don't smoke. So it's kind of like my smoke break in a way, you know what I mean? Um, I used to work with a, an engineer who did smoke quite a lot. And so I would grab a coffee and I'd meet him outside and we'd have the smoke break. And I would sit there drinking my coffee and he'd have a smoke and a, an espresso. He would also have an espresso as well. But anyway, that was my kind of, I associate that with a break like that. And uh, yeah, I just, a really nice coffee maker would be We just make this all so nice. Having a nice coffee, looking over the lake on the dock outside of the studio after making a banger hit, you know, I'm all for it. I'm all for that. (laughs) So um, that is where the My Forever Studio podcast would end. That is kind of it. Those are the items that you get. um, And but I wanted to do one more thing and just run through this. And those are the plugins that I would I would get if I could pick external plugins, not the ones included in my DAW, which is Pro Tools. And I love the Pro Tools stuff. So that's okay. But if I could pick plugins uh, for the different categories, one plugin for each category, what would it be? So first off, let's go with an EQ. I would obviously do the FabFilter Pro-Q3. I've already said that. But if I already had it from the previous thing, my second choice would be the SSL channel, but I already have that too. (laughs) So um, my third choice of of plug-in would actually be the VEQ4. I think it's the 4 from Waves. It's unreal for guitars i love it for guitars so it would probably have to be the veq4 the other close contender would be the mag eq4 um and i i love that 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 the air band on that thing is phenomenal. But it's kind of it's for good for vocals. It's not great for guitars. It's amazing for vocals, to be honest. Uh but I just the VEQ, I love it on vocals. I love it on guitars. I just it's it's a really it's a Neve-based EQ. So that would be my my next pick if I still have all the stuff for my other my other thing, which I do in this uh hypothetical situation. Um so next is my compressor. And obviously I've already said the eleven seventy six from the Apollo I would use that. The next compressor I would, I would like is, I I mean, I love the CLA 76 as well, by the way, amazing compressor. And I use it a lot when I don't have UAD processing power, you know, the CLA 76 Blue Stripe unreal but i don't need that because i have my apollo and that's fine the next thing i would get would be the uh the purple mc77 from Plugin alliance i actually really like that and i, I know it's another like 11, 1176 style compressor but i i just i love it it's really good it sounds really nice on vocals a nice uh bus gluing kind of a thing for guitar buses or drums i you know it is it's not as versatile as some other compressors but Uh, it does sound absolutely amazing. And I do use it on a lot of vocals as well. It's a different flavor from the 1176. The 1176s have a bit more grit to them and the purple just has a bit more warmth and sleek sound to it. It's not as fast. Um, and, and I don't know, it just, it works really, really nicely. So that would be my compressor, uh, for a reverb plugin that I would like is the verb suite classics from, uh, slate actually. I've come to love this as a reverb. I, it just has so many options, especially when I'm picking one, it just has so many IRs in there for so many different units. So it has a whole bunch of different stuff, but it has the Bercasti units, which I really like. And also the 480, the Lexicon 480. And that's a, that's a, a reverb that I absolutely love. And so, you know, I I use that all the time. Big Church on the 480 is my biggest. I use that everywhere. <laughs> Honestly, that thing is my main reverb when I mix. It's in my templates, it's in every recalled se- it's amazing. So that thing for that preset, that setting alone is what I would want the Verb Sweep Classics for. So that would be my reverb plugin. Uh, delay plugin, I would pick Echo Boy. Echo Boy is just, I've used it forever. It's simple, it's sleek, it's clean, it sounds good, it's versatile. It's a delay plugin. Uh, you know, a lot of people know it, but it's amazing. That would be my delay plugin. Uh, following that is the modulation plugin. And I had to actually go look at the modulation category in Pro Tools and see what is in there. What is actually categorized as modulation? Because I don't use modulation that much, to be honest. I really don't. And so I kind of snuck around the rules a little bit because I would use, I would I would take the Crystallizer, which is also by Sound Toys, uh, same people who make Echo Boy. And the Crystallizer is a bit more of a delay probably, but it's in the modulation category. So I'm going to take it because I love the Crystallizer plugin just to make some weird sounds, just to really uh, have some fun with stuff and just get some, it's got some nice sparkly stuff that I like to use uh, maybe in the background and just lightens some things up. So that one, uh, I think I snuck around the rule a little bit on that one because I don't know if it's technically, it's really considered a modulation plugin, but it's on the list in Pro Tools under modulation. So I'm taking it. Uh, and then finally, the last thing is a synth. And I'm going to bend the rule the rule that I made so it I'm not bending it at all. And I'm going to um, I'm not going to take a hardware synth. I'm actually going to take a midi controller and a software synth and what i'm going to do is i'm going to take the archeria what is the mini lab 25 key thing it's got the pads on it it's got that you know that kind of stuff i would take that uh that midi controller any midi controller that's just i don't need a massive keyboard i just need the the main you know three octave two two or three octave uh keyboards that's fine and then i would like the archeria moog the mini v i think it is the mini v is their their moog clone um and it just sounds amazing i love that that th- it uh, you know it's not super versatile but i love the sound of it i use it as a bass thing all the time it also does some leads you know, it it's really really nice. It sounds amazing. I've used many mini moogs uh, re- in real life, and it just it sounds good. And I would I would yeah, that's my synth that I think I would pick. I don't use a ton of synths, so I you know not off the top of my head at least. I probably do. I probably use way more than I think. Um, and I I, I I shied away from using Contact because that's a sampler. Otherwise, I would probably pick Contact and just get the whole library and I would be golden. But I decided to actually try and use a synth to try and pick a synth that I like. And the Moog is the first one that comes to mind that I really, really enjoy. So that would be my synth pick um, a midi synth i you know frankly the archuria stuff sounds amazing all of this i have all of their uh, their collection eight uh and i also have the uh, fx collection i love all that stuff and they just make some great great software they're, they're not paying me to say this i would i would love it if they sponsored the show but they don't um, i'm just saying this because i genuinely think they make some great great stuff so that is my list That is what we're doing. So, um, as a quick rundown, we'll do a quick rundown here to summarize the show as they would do on the, my forever studio podcast. We're really trying to, well, we've broken a lot of rules that they would have. So, you know, maybe we're not really trying to keep it true to anything, but, um, I don't know I just thought this would be a fun it would be a fun thing. Uh so my location would be at the cottage uh in the middle of kind of nowhere looking over a lake a nice modern internal feel but still kind of a rustic cabin wooden kind of a thing going on as well you know trimmed out in wood but very modern and and uh, dimmed colors kind of thing with lots of LED light strips and sh- stuff behind things. That's what I would have as my aesthetic for the studio. Uh the daw would be Pro Tools. I'd be running on a decked out mac pro tower the 50 60 70 grand whatever the hell they're at nowadays and sure why not throw in the the xdr display i mean you know widescreen i'd love that and then my speakers would be ns10s with uh, a sub then we have my six items and my six items my first would be a u47 microphone specifically the u47a from noble street studios i'm taking that from you guys item number two would be the e channel from Plugin alliance it's a plug-in uh software uh item number three is the fab filter pro q3 item number four would be a the the fender telecaster that was used the the crispy chicken as it's called that we used on billy talent's dead silence record so i just love that guitar uh item number five is the axe FX. we're gonna go with the axe FX three why not item number six is gonna be the distressor great compressor my luxury item that i have is just a good coffee maker with a good set of beans in there that's my my luxury i'm really gonna Hone it in there, and uh, you know, get nicely caffeinated so I can work all the time uh, more than I already do. And then plugins, we have uh, additional plugins. I guess I should say additional plugins that we can get uh, is for EQ. I'm going to go with the VEQ4 from Waves. The compressor, I'm going to go with the Purple MC77 from Plugin Alliance. Uh, the reverb is going to be the Verb Suite Classics from Slate. The delay is going to be Echo Boy from Sound Toys. And the modulation is going to be Crystallizer from Sound Toys, which is bending the rules a little bit, I think, but that's okay. And then synth, I'm going to go with a MIDI controller, the Key Mini Key Lab thing, with the Archeria's Mini Moog or Mini V, I believe it's called. We're going to use that one for our... Uh, for our synth. So that, that is my rundown of my forever studio (laughs) ideal list right now that I thought of today. And, uh, I think this was really fun. I really enjoyed doing this and just kind of chatting about why I would pick these things. And I would love to see your thoughts as well. So go to anacreusca slash podcast or hit me up on Twitter, um, and comment and let me know what you would think, what you would pick for these things. If you like my choices, if you agree with them, it doesn't really matter because it's your forever studio. So, you know, uh, maybe you would pick one of the same things as I did. Maybe you'd pick all totally different things. I don't know. Let me know. Uh, I just think this is, this is super fun. Uh, thank you to my forever studio podcast for coming up with this idea. And, uh, I'm happy to rip it off (laughs) or I'm not ripping it off. I'm taking some inspiration from it because I did bend the rules, their rules. Um, So anyway, but thank you for listening. I hope you found it interesting and just a nice fun chat. Thank you again for 60 episodes. That's absolutely amazing. And as always, if you have anything you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, anything that you'd like me to go into uh, and talk more about, let me know at my website, AnnaCreates.ca or on Twitter at annacreates or anywhere else you can find me let me know Um, those are the best places to get a hold of me so let me know if you have any questions there that you'd like me to cover on the podcast I'm always looking for inspiration as well whatever you guys want to hear about so yeah hit me up let me know I'm always down for new ideas but that is it for this episode thank you guys for listening I will see you in the next episode until then always be creating